Hi, I'm DRT. It's Laura coming at you from New York City. Today, I'm bringing you episode number five of the MDRT podcast. Today, we have the pleasure of talking to Dr. Lynn Tichinda Peng, who is a pediatric interventional cardiologist um, from California. She is a fantastic runner. Uh, She's been running a long time, and uh, we go through her running history. Uh, She ran her first marathon back in, I think, 2001 or 2000, and then um, qualified for Boston 2001 uh, way back when. And it's just really fun catching up with her. She, although we met. Through MDRT, um, she and I reminisce how actually we did meet for the first time back in college because we had a mutual friend. Um, And just a word of caution, when um, the podcast first starts, Lynn and I had a lot of technical difficulty um, connecting on uh, the app. And so we spent about 30 minutes trying to get it to work. So when you finally get it to work, she and I are laughing hysterically and just really relieved that we're able to make it all work so that I I was thinking about cutting it out, but it's actually uh, kind of funny. So (laughs) please enjoy uh, my conversation with uh, Lynn Peng. I think oh my gosh, I can hear you. Oh you my can? gosh. <laughs> Holy, Holy shit. <laughs> it, only took, it only took a little bit to get I, this to work. I literally oh, was no. like, if we can't get this to work, I'm just going to call her because I need to talk to her anyway. <laughs> like, I need to talk to Lynn. I don't even know. Like, it didn't show me that microphone app until I tried to send you an invitation, and then the microphone thing showed up all of a sudden oh my, under settings. That's so, so crazy. That was probably it. And then I, I know. I'm like sweating. I just took oh off my, my shirt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at home. I went on a long run. I'm so you frustrated. Did. I did too. Oh my god. Yeah. And I haven't showered yet. So this is, this oh. Is good. I feel bad. I just wasted your time. You, you did not. No, it. I'm like, we have to figure this out. How can we not figure out how to make I know. This We're like determined, you know. We're like MDRT, like troubleshooters. Like, turn this on, turn that off. Oh, my gosh. As soon as I heard your voice, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I hear her. I'm so happy right now. I figured you weren't going to hear me, so I was going to say something like something else. <laughs> I'm going to send you all the clips of me going, hello? <laughs> And then you're like, hello. And then we're both talking and it's recording us talking. But we can't oh, hear. Can, yeah. it's, the recording hears me, but you couldn't hear me. Well, some of them is are just me and some of them are just you. <laughs> some of them are us together because we did it like 10 times. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, die. I'm like, I was trying to figure out like why we both could get recorded, but we couldn't hear each other. That's so weird. That's really weird. All right. Anyway, hi. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How was your run? I'm pretty. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, mine kind of sucked too. But we're how? Not, how far yeah. did you run? Today was 15 and a half. Okay, in the and on a on the road or where? I d- you when he puts workouts in my long runs, I do them on the road, which I'm not a huge fan of. And I also started at 7.15 instead of earlier. So there was cars and that I usually don't like to do that. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, at seven. Oh yeah. What time is it there? Oh my gosh. It's oh, and you too. Are you, what was your long run today? Are you starting now? Like it's. No, it's the real, I guess the real thing. Um, I, it was between, <laughs> supposed to be between 17 and 18. Oh my God. That's yeah. No, That's I mean, I have done some higher mileage like last month just to prepare, but like, I don't know. It's not getting any easier. They just suck. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling this week. No, it's not feeling, it's, it doesn't feel easy. I mean, I guess yeah. it's not supposed to feel easy. I mean, you had a workout. I, I just, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine a long run workout at this point. Like, I would just. You know, I already had to stop to go to the bathroom. I was like, I'm, I, I need, I need to hit the reset button. So I was like, I need to pee. And I went to the bathroom and then I was like, okay, just get your ass out there. But yeah, well, I know I get it. Well, totally what was your it. workout? 
um, three by 15 minutes. And he was having it at a little bit. It was faster than marathon pace. But after the first set, I was like, maybe we'll just try to hit just a little under marathon pace. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't quite make what he was asking me, but that's okay. I don't, I wasn't going to, I mean, that's to tough. Today. That's like a little bit, that's a little bit more than two miles, right? For you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's, it was like that's hard. Over two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to really happen this way today, but I mean, I remember you, you're the first person that told me that two miles was a repetition. I was like, two miles is not a repetition. <laughs> Well, I don't, he just listens to me that way. Like, he just does, like, whatever by two, whatever by two, and I just do them. That's what he puts in my longer, usually my longer one workouts have longer repetitions in them. Yeah. Um, but I don't really, I never really thought of it that way. I just was like, okay, two miles at this pace, and I get, you know, a little easier mileage in between. But I guess they're, I guess you can call them reps. I don't, yeah. I just never really thought of them that I way. I know, I know. But, all right, let me back up, because I guess we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Like, I'm going to keep it all in. I'm sure on with each other. Yeah. I'm sure people will be like, what are they talking about? This <laughs> is Dr. Lin. I mean, on Facebook, you're Tashinda. Is it right. Pe- Dr. Peng, though? I go by Peng at work. Okay. And um, I actually um, went by Peng all the way till we moved to California. And then I added, then I changed my name. I added Chuck's name as two. I have two last names. Okay. But I kept Peng as my like second last name. Yeah. Like, just go by Lin Peng usually, but yeah. then for, like, official documents, it's Tuchinda Peng. Okay, Tuchinda. Tu- oh, Tuchinda Peng. Okay. And you're in California. Beautiful California. Beautiful California. It's so gorgeous there. She lives, um, Lynn lives two miles from my sister's house. <laughs> Who I see now, I've seen two times on my trails. And I, last I know. Time, I was a little bit shy to, like, talk to her the first time, but the second time I was like, are you Laura's sister? And she was like, uh, uh no, hi, she was like, you're really, your really smiley friend came to say hi to me. And I was like, yeah, she's like a badass runner who's probably running like seven, six minute miles and smiling from ear to ear. But, uh, oh, no, yeah. not in the trails, yeah. but I was in a good mood that day. I'm usually happy on the trails. I, I mean, of I'm not course. doing like speed work and I'm happy and people are always waving and saying hi so you have to wave and say hi back yeah i mean people are like that in california <laughs> they are it's, they wave and they smile i know because you first time <laughs> you grew up in jersey like me yeah that's right we're both from jersey and yeah. i was lived on the west the east coast my whole life until we just moved out here um about 11 years ago okay. so i have a very east coast mentality and when chuck and i first ran together in california like the first time and people were saying hi to us we looked at each other and we're like, what is going on? <laughs> You're like, Do, what's, yeah, what do they want from us? Like, they're trying exactly. to, like, <laughs> I know, but now you're Californian. You're like more laid back. I can tell. I know. I've turned into like, I smile and wave at people. I say good morning. <laughs> I try to be friendly because these people are like live in our neighborhood. So, and they remember us. So, like, you have to remember to like be really nice and friendly. Otherwise, they'll, I don't know. They know, they know people now. No, it's good they know, though. Like, like recognize people. Yeah. It's good. Like, yeah. New Yorkers like don't make eye contact and we like don't acknowledge each other's presence no, at all. I would like cross the street to avoid, right. like, you know, if you're walking down, you like <laughs> try to do your best to stay away from people if you yeah. can. No, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to get into your running history because like, I don't know, you've run for a long, long, long time and we kind of well, like sucked you back into road running because you had taken yeah, off turn, but like I did. you you didn't run in like high school in college though like on well, teams, did you or it's really funny so I actually I started running eighth grade because my friend wanted to do summer track but be- between eighth grade and high school there was like a rec league that took place at our high school that practices and it was like in the summertime and we had time and she just wanted to do the summer track thing okay and I'd never run before so I was like Oh, okay. I'll do that because I was like doing a lot of biking and trying to get in shape. Um, and so we did it. And I still remember my first track practice ever in my whole life. It was the middle of the summer. He was like, run four miles, which is 16 laps around the track. And I had never run four miles. I mean, I was like, what? And literally I remember like counting the laps and it was just torture. But at the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I just ran four miles. It like felt so like at, le- at least from like a, oh, I did it kind of thing. It felt so great. So I just kept going back. But it, pr- it was pretty miserable, I think, doing all those laps. But that's when I, I started. But it wasn't, I mean, it was just for fun. It right. wasn't serious. Right. Um, and then he had me do the 400 and 800 for races. 
and like it was a summer thing I did pretty good and then during the school year I, I couldn't do cross country or spring track because I was in the marching band and then spring was like debate and like I played the piano really seriously so I didn't have time to do track seriously so I did winter track which was like laid back track yeah <laughs> um so I did that in high school oh that's fun but it was it was fun. It was fun and laid back and it wasn't like, I wasn't like serious about it. It was just something to do because I enjoyed it and I had time to do it at, during those times. What did you run? The 400, but the 800 was mostly what they had me do in races. Okay. Um, and like, you know, it was, it was so laid back that I don't even remember my time right. for the most part. But I think I remember coming in second a lot. Like I remember racing and coming in second. Okay. Coming in second. And being like, <laughs> when will I ever come in first? I'm like, oh, I guess not. I don't know. I just, but I, I do remember them, like, you know, just having me keep doing that. So then when you went to college, were you more like, did you just continue running? Uh, well, no. So college was like, it was like one of those things, like we're in high school. Like I played piano so seriously. I was probably a little bit like, like Logan. Yeah. Like, I practiced hours a day. <laughs> I performed in New York. I was like at Carnegie Hall. My teacher was super serious. Yeah. Like, I was really, really serious. Um, and then when did I did. you think you were going to do school, music? Sorry. to Well, my music my music teacher thought I was going to like, he was like, you're applying to Juilliard. Like he like had his friends from Juilliard come and listen to me. Like he was really, he really wanted me to do piano professionally, but my parents who were very like Asian um, <laughs> wanted me to do really well in piano, but they're like, you are going to go, you're going to go to Harvard. <laughs> like it wasn't even, it right. wasn't even like, you know, like they were like, you have to do well enough that you could go to Juilliard if you wanted to, but like, you're going to apply to the Ivy league schools and you're going to go there. So it wasn't really, I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, but it wasn't, it was kind of like, I did it because I wanted to be good at it, but it wasn't, I wasn't so passionate about it that I could do it for my whole life. Got it. And it definitely burned me out because I went to college. I did not touch a piano for four years. Like I didn't, it, it was like, I went there and I totally decided to like do everything that was opposite of what I did in high school. And it was, it was just a different experience because I wanted to like find myself and not, you know, like my parents are great, but like, they're so they were so strict so I went to college and was like I can do what I want to do now and not have to do what people expect of me or want me to do you know so college was a very different very different experience yeah I loved it yeah and you met Chuck there I did I met Chuck on my first day he was my neighbor oh um so we met pretty early yeah yeah and we, like started hanging out right away Aww, so that's that was really good that's very sweet and there's this little known fact that <laughs> I was friends with Lynn's like roommate. We briefly, Lynn and I briefly met, you know, way back then. <laughs> I, and in I know college. after we talked about it, I kind of remember now when yeah. we met. Because I remember you guys were walking down towards her dorm and we were, I was walking the other way and it was like an accidental meeting. Yeah. Were you, was so you weird. were with Chuck, were you not? You probably I was. were. I think yeah. I probably was. Because I remember meeting you both and been like, because it was like one word, like Lynn and Chuck, like it didn't like it wasn't Lynn <laughs> it was Lynn it and Chuck was. together already but anyway that's actually very very cute um so did you to, so going back to that did you run did, were you like running for fun in college or no you just um, like did whatever you wanted to do and you weren't I kind of I mean I remember so we that was when rollerblading got really popular do you remember that time yes when we were yeah so we got rollerblades and we would rollerblade all over Boston. So that was mostly what I was doing kind of in between like studying for classes and doing whatever activities. Yeah. I didn't really run until my senior year when I was like, I've got to get back into better shape again. Um, and so I just started running along the Charles because our dorms were right along the river. Yes. And so it's super easy just to run. So yeah. that's when I, I started running again kind of mid senior year before going to med school. Okay. But I didn't really run a ton during college. I was more like... I mean, it was like trying to do social stuff and I was working, I was, I, you know, I was like a school nerd. So I like studied really hard. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to do really well. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. So, I mean, it was mostly like kind of schoolwork and like social activities and like hanging out with Chuck and friends. Yeah. But I didn't do a ton of like running. exercise. Yeah. So when did you get back into running? Um, it was probably my first year in med school is when I really, like we moved from Boston to Baltimore and I wasn't a huge fan of Baltimore and I actually first year of med school, I was not, I wasn't super happy. Cause I mean, I like math and science, but I also like really enjoy all the other stuff you get to do in college. So like studying college for me was, wasn't a big deal at all. Cause I actually enjoyed doing all that kind of stuff. But, like all of a sudden in med school, it's just 
pathophys and farm and it's you know yeah some people really love it but that wasn't I wasn't like oh this is amazing I want to do this all the time so I, I used running as a way to like have time for myself and I went from like not really running to like pretty much six miles a day every day just as my time on my own um and it was like a combination of like road, but also treadmill because Baltimore in the dark by yourself yeah, is not safe. Not good. <laughs> so I, I did quite a bit of treadmill running during med school. Cool. And then you had had some early marathons. I don't know if yeah. you were in med school or right afterwards, but. It was during med school. Where my first few marathons were during med school. Um, and I don't even know why. I can't even tell you why I decided to run a marathon. It was just like I was running every day. I was doing a bunch of miles and then for some reason I was like, oh, you know, yeah, I guess I'm just going to do this. I didn't have friends who were running marathons. Like none of this was, was all like on my own. Like I don't even remember talking to someone and doing it. Like I might have told Chuck, you know, I think I'm going to run this marathon. But like <laughs> it was just like I didn't, I didn't I don't even remember now like, yeah. why I wanted to do it. I just like just decided to, I guess. I don't know. So what was your first like marathon or the first couple? So this is really funny. My first marathon was supposed to be the small marathon in South Jersey. But I was um, like a third year, at the end of my third year, and I wanted to do a sub-I, and I didn't know if I could get the time off. And I remember like calling them. I signed up for it, but then by the time it like rolled around, I called them, and I was like, I don't know if I can make it. Can you refund me the money? And it was a small little marathon. They're like, no. And I was like, a med student. I'm like, what do you mean no? Like, why not? Like, <laughs> like I, I want know. my $50 back. I'm like, please. <laughs> and they're like, no, we can't do it. So I was like, crap. So then I, I kept that on the schedule, but then I looked for a different one that would like match my like elective schedule better. And so my, uh, my real first marathon I ran was this Baltimore Annapolis marathon. That was, I guess it was, it's pretty small marathon. It was run by this group called the Baltimore or the Annapolis striders. And it like took place in the, took place in the suburbs. And it basically ran on this rail trail that went between Baltimore and Annapolis. Um, Cool. Yeah. And how'd it go? It was pretty good. So I, I remember training, I used Hal Higdon, as like my, just like the mileage. Yeah. I didn't do any speed work. I didn't even know anything about speed work. I fueled using like power bar, power bars. <laughs> like not even, like, you know, like I would carry a bar in my hand and like eat it. And I, I, don't, even, I, don't, I don't even know how I came up with that. Um, but that's what I did. And I ran it and it was like a very, like there wasn't any crowd support. And like Chuck and my best friend, Rachel from med school, they both came and they like tracked me along. Like they drove and met me at different places to cheer me on. Um, and I think in the end I came in like six overall. Oh my God. I was, I was first in my age group. Yeah. It was like a 334. I think that was my very, oh my God. That's fucking crazy. And then at the end, but you, I guess you were 25 years old. At this time. I was young. I was yeah. really young. I mean, it was like, I don't, I, and I remember like doing it and feeling pretty good. My office team didn't feel great. And then I finished and I was like, oh, I'm done. And then the guy, the, the race director was like, you qualify for Boston. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And Chuck's like, well, if you qualify, then you better run it because it may never, ever happen again in your whole life. Like, <laughs> what? That's really mean. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I didn't even know anything about it. Like it was so, you know, I was just, I was so clueless. To be young and clueless is such a nice thing. It's such a nice thing. Aww. Such a nice thing. Um, so, so what then, yeah, year did you run Boston? Fun. What year was that? 2001 was my first Boston. 2001? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 2001 was my first Boston. That's crazy. Um, and it's funny because, like, I don't I don't even remember hardly anything from that, to tell you the truth. Like, I remember, I remember Chuck dropping me off at this high school in Framingham, like, and then me going there. There weren't waves. Like, the first that they, they, it didn't divide into waves. Like, you, like, went in a corral or something, but, like, yeah. everyone was together. Yeah. Um, and... I don't, I mean, I think I carried in my hand, like a power, like, I think I did the same thing. Like yeah. I had a power bar in my hand because the picture at the end of the thing, like instead of having like the marathon photos, they mail you like a few negatives, like stapled <laughs> to a piece of paper. And so I actually still have that. Like that's my only picture from the race, but I think I have a power bar in my hand. hand. That's so funny. And I'm like running across and I'm actually wearing, I think I wore my track uniform from high school. Cause that was like the only running outfit that wasn't cotton like you know it was like like a material that was like yeah whatever so I think that's what I wore that's hysterical it's it's crazy like I like I ran my first marathon my one and only around 2002 uh 2000 
yeah, 2000 as well. And like, yeah, so I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember eating anything. I don't know what I did. (laughs) I was like, did I eat something? Did I drink anything? I have no idea. Pretty sure if there were gels back then, it was like power gel. Like, I don't think all these things existed. And then sometime along that trading time, I might have found the jelly bean things. Like, what were they called? They were called beans or whatever those jelly bean things I remember using that a little bit when I was training but that might have even been later yeah I don't know yeah. all I know is I remember like biting like chewing into a power bar and it was like I can't do this I like, know like, I would like I throw this? up if I had to eat a power bar in the middle of a marathon um did so how many Boston's did you run back then? did you run like some New York's too or no 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 I it's funny. I was never like, I want to go and travel and do all these races. Like right. I didn't even want to do big races. So like whenever I did any kind of race, usually they were local to wherever we lived. And I would just like, oh, let's go do this. Like for the longest time, the only marathons I was running when we moved to California were California things. Yeah. Like I didn't even leave California to run races when we moved here. Yeah. And I'm trying to think in Baltimore, like when I lived there, it was like just around the area. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I even, I think the first marathon I flew to fly was at one Boston because we had actually left Boston by that time. Yeah. And but, that was it. Yeah. But that's fun because you had lived there and it was, you know. Yeah. It was a big deal. Like it was, it felt really nice to like be running there. And I, I mean, Boston always kind of felt like a second home for us. Lived a bunch of years there. So Aww. yeah, that Boston was, it was okay. I did I didn't feel great. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at the map ahead of time. Like I was so dumb. Like how dumb can you be? Oh, I mean, I realized yeah, there totally. were hills, but yeah, I didn't. Like, I remember the whole like yeah, <laughs> like when I ran New York for the first time, I didn't even know where we were going. Like I had no, I'm like, oh, we're on a bridge. <laughs> like I had no clue like what was going on. And I lived in New York Wait, at the time, so. <laughs> but you did run with your dad. I ran right? with you my dad. Yeah, I I don't know if I told the story. Do you know? I feel bad because he actually banded the race. He did not have a bib. Oh, and could you do that back then? Because you could do that in Boston. Could do, no, but listen, he kind of banded. We didn't have cell phones. <laughs> he waited at the. He first of all, he jogged like two miles be, because he wanted to run the twenty-six miles. So he had to run like some amount of mileage before he met me. And he waited oh. at the other side of the Veranzano Bridge. And he just waited, and then we found each other. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yes. How yes. did you find each other? Yes. The chance of that happening, I don't really I feel like realize what a crazy story that is because he, Our he just like stood there, and then I was like, oh, there's my dad. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the whole thing is insane, actually. But then, yeah, and then he ran the race with me, and then, um, like, which is amazing. It, it was amazing. The whole thing's amazing, but sorry I like uh, took a left turn but um no I mean I hope one day and I told my kids this the other day if they ever run a marathon I hope I can run with them like I think that yeah. would be oh my gosh so much fun. I want to run a marathon with Lucas but like he's not gonna run I, I mean maybe one day he'll run as slow as me but he's gonna run it much faster than me so he's but really it, fast he is really fast <laughs> he, he would just have to decide like I'm running this with my mom or at least part of it because actually um my father and I split up after the um, the Queensboro Bridge. Like we ran like what 15, 16 miles together, and then he was oh. like, "I'm gonna walk and run, walk and run," because um, his Got knees it. were really bad. But it was still yeah. so special and so fun, and it's like yeah. amazing to to run a marathon with your parent. But and then, oh, sorry to go back to you, sir. You went to California, and then did is that when you would focus more on the trails and started to sort of even do ultra running? Yeah, so I ran a few more marathons in between and kind of like during fellowship. Like it was just like, you know, we moved back to Boston and I just, during that time, I just kept running. I did a few more road marathons, um, no, no really big ones, just like, you know, like local small ones. Um, and then we moved to California and um, I think I started, because we moved, our neighborhood has the entrance right, the one I ran with you in. We ran, yeah. has that entrance right into the trails. So that's basically where I just ran when I, when we moved here and then for some reason, I don't, I'm not sure why I decided to run Napa. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it's because Chuck said he would run a marathon. So that was actually his, his, the first time he ever said he would run a marathon. So I signed us both up Yeah. and we both ran the Napa marathon. And yeah. that was, oh man, what year was that? That was 2000, uh, 
I don't remember exactly, 2009, 2010. It was sometime right after we had just moved here. Um, so we trained, we trained a lot together and we, like, we, and it's funny, like we did a lot of the trails for it. And I, and I thought it was, I mean, cause Napa's a really flat marathon. So I think it was, it was fine. And he did most of his training. Like Chuck's kind of like a runner who'll run. He runs like 30 miles a week and that's always kind of been his thing. Yeah. So he, he's not really into doing like high mileage or whatever, but I remember him doing a few long runs with me, um, and us running together in the park together, um, and then we went together and our, we, and our few of our friends were running it. So we made it into a weekend and our nanny came with the kids. Um, and it was, it was fun. Yeah. I remember thinking like, it was really nice. And then after the race, I met Chuck back in the, the, in the hotel room and he laid down the bed. He's like, I'm never doing one of these effing things ever again. <laughs> was that, was that his only so far? That was his first. And then he did Big Sur. So I mean, oh, yes, that was yes, his that's first. That's right. That's right. Every few years, I like he forgets that he doesn't like to do marathons. Yeah, and I like, convince him to do one, and then yeah. he does it, and he's like, "Okay, that's it. I'm not doing it again." Yeah. Um. So then he ran Big Sur when we all ran it. Yeah. Uh, and then that was the last one he's done. <laughs> I entered him into the New York City Marathon Lottery, though. You so did. We'll yeah, happens. that would be amazing. Cause I mean, he's not a bad runner. He's a good runner. Like he's he's a decent runner. He doesn't like. It's, he doesn't like really train like he just runs for fun yeah but like when he tries to do fast miles he can do them yeah like, the other day yeah. I couldn't keep up with him I'm like what are you doing I'm like, it's my easy day he's like but I need to do I need to see if I can do a few fast miles so he was like off and running um yeah but like you know he doesn't I don't think he wants to train like hard like it's not in him he's not interested in spending three hours doing a long run yeah. for him that's not fun yeah but if like someone says run an hour and 45 minutes or two hours and he's he can do that that's that's good for him yeah, he could run a long run in two hours and then just be done. Like, I bet he could, he could, you know, I, th- I bet he could yeah. do it and be, and be fun. I mean, like, you made him do Big Sur for his second marathon after you told after he told you that he didn't like marathons. That's not a very, like, <laughs> fun marathon to do. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It is very beautiful, but um, it was it's kind of painful. So. It is. But he didn't, see, I mean, he felt pretty good at the end of that. He didn't complain. Oh, he did it. So okay. I think, yeah, he didn't really complain after that one. Well, uh, to go back to the when okay, you sorry, you yeah, know yeah. when you met MDRT, it like it took like okay. a different level here. That's right. So basically, I my fastest marathon up until coming back to marathons was three twenty one, and so, I, so it was when we moved to California and I started training hard again, and then I just I, when I ran the three twenty one, I was like, oh, you know, I could break three twenty, but then like it just wasn't fun anymore. Like I yeah. was running on the streets, I just it. I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. So I was like, I need to take a break. Like that. It just wasn't fun for me. So I just started doing, just stayed on the trails and then I started doing trail races. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, this is great. Like yeah. people were so nice yeah. and like, it, it's beautiful. And there's like, and then California, like every weekend, I'm, I'm exaggerating. It's probably like every other weekend you can find a 50 K right. marathon right. or a half marathon in the trail. Yeah. They're everywhere. So I was like, this is great. I'll just do this for a while. And it's funny because like they're, they're small races, but it's, 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 it's a nice community and like the race directors are the same ones for a lot of them. Um, and it's pretty easy to place. Like I, mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it's pretty easy to place, but like y- you can place in your age group and like you place in races and stuff and people are so nice. Yeah. And so I was, it was really fun to do for a while. Um, and then I joined MDRT and I, I hadn't run like the last road race I had done was probably 2013 or 2014. And yeah. that's when I was like, that's it. It's yeah. not fun. I'm taking a yeah. break. Do you remember then, how you found us or I, it must have been a post about a running group in PMG. I bet you it was in Maine PMG because I had joined Maine PMG first. Yeah. But I wasn't really into it. But someone posted, oh, in our running group. And I'm thinking, oh, cool. There's a running group. I want to join it. <laughs> and then I somehow someone like added me, I think. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Um, it was 2016. The, it must have been. The end of 2016. Yeah. The end of Something 2016? Like I th- I don't. I remember it being in the winter time. Or I was starting to like it was starting to be winter time ish. Yeah, maybe fall. Yeah, sometime around then, maybe fall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. Then I joined MDR, and then it was all over. <laughs> and I, well, I, I kept doing. So, I did a few more trail stuff during that time period, and now, oh no, no, I remember. It was Big Sur. Uh. It was, it was, it was Emmy saying like, "Who wants to do a group and run Big Sur?" And I was like, oh, I, I mean, I really like Big Sur when I ran it. Yeah. And it, it's beautiful. I'm like, but what are the chances? We're not going to get it. Yeah. So I just figured, like, I'll just put my name yeah. in. That's and exactly what I said. Yeah. I know. We got in. God damn it. 
And then you're like, oh, I mean, it wasn't even that far for you to, you know, travel and everything. No, that's why I was like, it's California. It's super easy. Yeah. Um, I'll just do it. Yeah. And I don't, I remember thinking like, I didn't even mention it to Chuck. I just like, just, just put my name in. I'm like, sure. If we get in, we get in. And then when we got in, I told Chuck and he's like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even my idea. Right. I don't think I even tried to tell him. And they had like the Runner's World VIP package, which actually was awesome. Yeah. So he was like, I'll just do it through this. So he didn't even have to enter a lottery or anything. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. Did it through that. No, it's awesome. And then you, and, you trained and really that was hard. It. You trained hard for that. I, yeah. I think I trained pretty hard. Like, it's funny, though, because up until I got my coach last year, I had never really done a lot of speed work. Like, I would put in a few faster miles in some of my runs. But I was not at the track. I never did, like, I wasn't doing 400, 800s or mile repeats. Like, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. Like, I might, like run 14 miles and then in there put a few faster paced miles. Um, and that's what I kind of thought of as speed work. Yeah. Um, but I did, I mean, I trained, I put in the miles, I used a runner's world. I think I used a runner's world, big serve training plan. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you Boston and qualified there. I did. I ran, <laughs> I, ran, I think I ran it in three teens, right? Three twenty. No, no, no. It was three twenty something. Oh, three twenty six. Yeah. I mean, um, it's super hilly and no one, no one hilly. else was actually racing it except for like you and except for you. I don't even know. I think else. that's probably pretty true. Yeah, I think so. And then I remember like, God, at the end of that race, I still had like the thing. So this is what happened. I, I ran it and I was happy with how it went, but I had, I felt like I could keep going at the end. So I was like, did I not like normally I, f- I feel like I'm, I'm done. Like I feel like I sh- could have pushed a little bit harder, but I didn't want to kill myself because I wanted to make it through all the hills. Yeah. So like the recovery, like the next day I felt like it never, it never happened before where I ran a marathon and the next day I was like, Oh, I feel fine. I'm going to go run a normal, normal, my normal run. Yeah. Like I actually felt that way after Big Sur, which I'd never felt like before. Yeah. So I was like, either this is like the golden race and it's never going to happen again. Or like I had more in me that I could have just like pushed a little bit more. Yeah. I'm sure you could have pushed. And also I feel like all your years of um, like ultra running, like running so many more miles had, you know, had prepared you. And so the recovery was just so easy. You're like, that was only 26.2 miles. Like some of, yeah, some of my races are longer than this. So yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The hills didn't seem so bad. Yeah. I did a lot of training on the trails. So that didn't seem too bad. Um, And so. So then we signed up for more races. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason, like two weeks later, I got this email about Mountains to Beach, which was exactly one month after Big Sur. Mm. And I was like, oh, I still feel trained up. It was my anniversary weekend. Chuck's like, what do you want to do this weekend? We were both off. I wasn't on call. I'm like, why don't we go to Southern California? (laughs) And we can both run a race. (laughs) So he was like, "Uh, okay, because I think he felt like, okay, I can run a half. He does a half and a full. So I signed him up for the half and me for the full. And I was like, I think I feel like I'm still trained up. Let's just do it. And so we, yeah, we went to do Mount, Mountains to Beach. That's crazy. And then you PR'd there. I PR'd that one. Yeah. So that one, I felt like I definitely pushed myself. At the end, I was like, I was done. I, like, I was, yeah. remember thinking like, okay, yeah. that was a good race. <laughs> I don't want to run anymore. Yeah. Let's be done. Go. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, then you must've done, Bo- did you do the rainy Boston? after no no I didn't yeah no I didn't because that was oh that was 2018 that was yeah that was 2018 yeah yeah I was still doing trail races I I was doing I did I remember I did an ultra I did a 50k that year that I did pretty well in and I was like oh that's great and then that's probably why I felt like I was getting my speed back or something like that I don't know exactly did you do a fall 2018 marathon I did CIM oh yes I did um and I don't even know how I got into doing that one I feel like someone was talking about it and there was some de- I got I, this is the thing like someone's like oh look there's a deal it's like it's on sale yes this week or something. it's like, like free oh, <laughs> it's, it's it's almost free and, and the same, this, is, this is what's so funny it's so easy like I'm like it's California I know it's so close it is me. really close like, I can do it like why not I'll just sign up for it and that I don't even and that went well too that one went okay so that was the time so during the spring I was doing Muay Thai a lot so sometime during this whole thing when we moved to California I found Muay Thai oh yeah sometime in 2016 and between 2016 and 2018 I was doing it a lot like I was I was almost every day and like Sundays I was with my coach like I was really spending a lot of time doing it yeah and um 
somewhere around 2000, I don't know what year, 17 or 18, my coach was like, it's time that you start fighting. Because like they do this thing where they, like, they get you up and then they you, you spar. You spend a lot of time sparring and then they want you to fight. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm really old. <laughs> my coach is the same age as me. I'm like, you're not fighting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you getting asking me to fight? Like, I'm, you know, he goes, you're in great shape. You can do it. You can do it. And so like, he tried to convince me to like, just, and like, and the thing with sparring, like Muay Thai in itself, when you're just training for it, I think it's pretty good for running because your, your upper body and your legs get pretty strong. Yeah. But sparring is not good for running because I would get so bruised up from sparring because there's not. You just spar with whoever's at the gym. And for the most part, everyone's bigger than me. Right. Like, all the guys are bigger. Most of the girls are bigger. There's a few girls that are my size, but not that many. So you end up sparring with people who are a lot bigger. And they don't, I don't think they realize like a, a light kick from them doesn't feel super light when you're sparring with them. Like my kicks don't really do much to the big guys. Yeah. But like when they're kicking, like you can feel it. Of so course. I was always, all, my legs and my arms were always pretty bruised. Um, why am I talking about this? Oh, okay. Sorry. I totally got off topic. Um, <laughs> but it pertains to what you asked about. Yeah. Cause you were so, doing, I, I meant to ask about the Muay Thai, but like, yeah, you, you're doing all this athletic stuff like at the time. But before CIM, yeah. I had been sparring and it was like September, I think it was right before I was going to start or I was starting to train for it. And I, I tore my planner plate sparring against some guy. Um, and I remember like I could still run on it. But my second toe, that ligament attached from the plantar plate to my second toe got torn. So my second toe was kind of like deviated. Um, and I remember like, it, it wasn't, it didn't hurt to run, but I, you could, I could feel it. Yeah. And, and some shoes felt better than others. So like for sure my ultras, like I just stopped running in other shoes and just use ultras the whole time for that. Yeah. Because the, I think the zero drop or whatever was good for the plantar plate. And I remember having to tape my toe down so that it didn't stick up. Um, and so most of my training was with that injury, which I think actually after a few weeks, it didn't feel too bad. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't a great, it wasn't a great cycle. I remember thinking, well, you know, Sam's pretty flat and I got in most of my long runs and I did all the, you know, I did all the stuff that I thought I was going to do. So I, I, did, I thought it was fine to go do it. Yeah. Um, and for the most part until mile 17, I felt pretty good, but my left foot for sure did not feel good the last few miles. Mm-hmm. Um, of that race. Yeah. But I mean, CIM's a, I mean, it's a beautiful course and the weather was perfect. Yeah. Um, well, I think back yeah. to it, that was the start of one, what, four marathons in 12 months. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cause you went from that and then you went straight into Boston training. Yeah. Went straight into Boston. And that's when I got a coach. So it was after CIM that I was like, ah, I feel like I need someone. Like I felt like I could, push myself more but I didn't know how to do like I didn't know what to do to do it I guess like I felt like I was kind of stuck like doing the same thing so then I decided to get a coach um and then that's when I that's you joined like the end of yeah you joined the Highlands team right like isn't the coach that's right the coaches through them there no the coach um there was a coach for CIM through Highlands oh I didn't use him a ton yeah um but you got a separate coach I got a separate coach but that's right I did join Highlands for CIM that's when I joined yeah and then, so you got a coach and then, um, we, you did Boston, Chicago, and New York. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> I think so. This because everyone was like, sign up for this, sign up for that. And you're like, okay, I mean, okay. The hell? Just do it I all. Like, just... And then by the time, yeah, by the, well, and part of it too, is like, Chuck's like, well, if you qualified from New York, you might as well do it. It's like the same idea. Like, yeah, if it doesn't happen, what if you can't do it again? Like, yeah. Just do it. Just do it now. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll just do it. And then I don't even, I just got like, you just get, it's all exciting. Like, I everyone's like, oh, do it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i mean so it was like your big year back to road racing in 2019 so yeah yeah it was yeah i feel like it was like i was really enjoying it like the i mean i you would i'm a little bit i just i'm a little bit worried about like burning out again but i feel like he the my coach is really good about like pushing me on some days and letting me take it easy on other days yeah and like if there's any any hint that anything's sore or not feeling well he's like take it easy yeah like he's he's really good about like not yeah. letting me but your take it easy on. is still like run like nine miles in the trails no 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 <laughs> I mean no that... I was like oh Lynn's taking it easy she ran like an eight minute mile like like in the trails up and down like 3,000 no, 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 feet no. of elevation 
<laughs> no, no. My and my I mean, my easy days for sure are not like that. Yeah. I mean, there might if, if it was a good day I'm feeling pretty good, I might push it on the trails, but for the most part my trail runs are comfortable and like if they're not, I'm not I'm trying not I'm trying not to cuz like he has me do two speed days and those two speed work days, one's my long run. And one is like somewhere between twelve and fourteen miles. That's so a like lot. those. That's it's a crazy. lot. I mean, those those two outrageous. days are enough. It's enough. Yeah. Like I just. Yeah. <sighs> so how did Boston yeah. go? Let's go through the races. Like okay, it was hot. <laughs> Boston was hot, but you know what? I had trained at that cycle. Like it was my first time with a coach. I really felt I was doing a lot of like cool stuff. Like he, he pushed me in ways I was like I didn't even know I could do this. So I felt that training cycle was really really good. Like I felt really good about it. I I wasn't exhausted. I felt good going into Boston. I felt pretty good actually. And I think running the race. So when I when I so the day of the race. When I was lining up, so I did, high, so, oh God, I'm sorry. I'm, being, I'm very, so Highlands has this thing where like for Boston, they're one of the major sponsors. So they right. do this legacy team. Yeah. So anyone who's part of Highlands who qualifies for Boston can be part, they like invite to be part of their legacy team. And so they do all these things. They send you all this stuff. They give you anti-cramp medicine. Um, they give you shirts to wear. Um, they like give you a bus to the start. There's a party at the end. There's like stuff going on all weekend. So they're really good to the, to their runners. They treat them very well. Um, so I, you know, I felt like, you know, they had invested, done all yeah. the stuff yeah. for us. And I was like on the bus and I was feeling really good. And I got off and at the start I was just like, I think I was in wave two. Now I don't remember, but like wave two or corral two or, or B or something. And one of my teammates who, run similar times to me was like, Oh, you know, what do you think about running together? Cause he likes running with people. I'd never run a marathon with someone before. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what do you think about us running together? And I was like, Oh my God. And I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I didn't want to be mean and say no. I'm like, but I've never run with someone. He's like, don't worry. I don't expect you to talk to me. We'll just like run together. And so I was like, okay, we'll just, we'll try it out. And he goes, and we can separate if anything happens, don't worry. So like we basically ran the first 20 miles together and it was really, really awesome. Aww. I felt like, it was nice to have someone there. And like, when, when I was like feeling better, I, I like brought us forward. He was like, okay. I, he, and, and then when out, when he was forward um, and it, it just, like, I don't know, it actually worked really well. And I remember being like really happy and like high-fiving the kids. And it was nice to be back in Boston. Cause I, you know, we, we lived there like 10 years and I hadn't really been back a bunch since we moved to California. So I was excited to see, you know, to see, to run through Boston again. Um, and it probably wasn't until mile, it was after all the hills at mile 20 where he was still feeling pretty good. Um, and I was like, Oh, I don't think I can keep this pace up. So I told him to go ahead and he ran ahead and I ran the last, um, about five and a half miles by myself. But still, that's awesome. Sounds yeah. Like I a mean, good experience. it's pretty typical for me. Like I, I, I mean, I, I always push pretty hard and then I feel pretty crappy at the end. So, I mean, the last few miles didn't feel great, yeah. but I mean, it was also getting warm at that point. So there was so many things. I was just happy to like, I felt so good for most of it and finish it. Yeah. And I didn't have to stop and walk the hills, which was nice because I, I definitely had to do that in, in Boston's before where like after heartbreak, I remember like a bunch of times, like the last two for sure, like stopping for a second, like having to like get myself back together and then start again. Yeah. So this is definitely my, by far my best, it was my best feeling Boston that I'd, that I'd ever run for sure. Good. And then, <laughs> and then you took a quick break and started training for Chicago. Yeah, there was definitely yeah right. So I did take a quick break. I we I took the family to Paris. I remember like running a little bit in France, like a few miles every day. Nothing crazy. It was like the week after Boston. Um, and then I think my coach gave me two or three weeks of like easy stuff, and then we started for Chicago. Something the, like that. The grind. Yeah. yeah. Did um, Did you have any like misgivings about running like two marathons in a uh, what three or four weeks or is it five weeks I don't know I can't remember Chicago and New York yeah they were three weeks apart. three weeks yeah okay. I was I was kind of dumb I mean I think I was like oh three weeks I can recover I, I and the thing is like the, the stupid thing is I also had an international trip between then because my one of my NPs was getting married in Barcelona and I, I'm pretty I'm pretty good friends with her yeah so we were planning on going so we were going to do Chicago fly out to Barcelona come back I was going to work two weeks and then do New York so I didn't I didn't really think for some reason I was like oh that'll be fine like that'll be the week that I'm like recovering anyway yeah I can fly out yeah and fly back yeah and no big deal yeah. um but I, I I think I I didn't realize that I wasn't really going to be feeling 
back to myself by the time I ran New York. Like in my mind, I had like, oh, I'll take a few easy weeks and then I can race New York. I really thought that. Yeah. <laughs> even between even between the races, when my when after Chicago, my left IT band was an issue. I even was like, okay, I think I can still do it. Yeah. I don't. And like my coach was like, well, you know, yeah. you should be pretty happy with anything under. Like if you get a three seventeen, you should be thrilled. Like you know, we talked about it. Um, but I, I also, I mean, I don't know. I just, I didn't really plan very well. Yeah. And I think I went into New York. I probably should have gone to, gone to New York just being happy that I could run it. Yeah. And at the end, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. But I, I just wish I hadn't thought of it as like, oh, I think I can race this race. Because I definitely could not race it. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. it was just not. I mean, you, I remember you, I'm obviously I'm in New York. You flew in and you had the first thing on your list when you got off the plane, like you had a, like a physical therapy appointment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I met with PT. You know, like Googled people in the New York area to could work on your, your leg. And the, and the funny thing is McGur- like, so my coaching group, McGurdy, um, they actually had this session on Saturday where you could, the PT guys were there. So I went there and they like worked on my left leg for, um, like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And he actually made it much better. Good. So I think, cause like the shakeout run that we did together that Saturday morning, yeah. um, my leg did not feel good. Oh. It was not, I mean, it didn't really hurt, but I was yeah. like, this is not, yeah. this is not good for tomorrow. So he, he, whatever that guy did, he did it really like, helped grasped on, he did some cupping. I was yeah. like, Oh, I don't know if I want this. Yeah. He goes, Trust me. It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> it did. That's it did so awesome. Work. Because was was the idea Chicago was like a tune-up for New York, or did you well, race Chicago? I can't even remember. In, God, in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and try really hard in Chicago, but not kill myself. Yeah, save myself to be able to race New York too. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, Chicago is such a fast race. Yeah, and the weather was so good. Yeah, so I was like, well, I feel really good. I, I mean, I should just go for it. Yeah. So I did. I PR'd. I mean, I, that that was a three eleven. I PR'd that. Oh, amazing. Um, that was a. I felt really good. Yeah. Um, and that's maybe why I thought like, oh, I feel really good. New York should feel good. I I, I just the stuff in between. I just figured was like recovery time. Yeah. Like I figured like if my left leg didn't feel great, if I had three weeks of just easy stuff, it would be fine. Um, yeah. That was that was not. I mean. I mean- but you PR'd and then you finished New York. So it's all, it's all good. Yeah, I PR'd, I finished New York um, and I felt okay finishing New York. So that was good. I, I didn't do anything stupid. Like I, I, that was, that would have been bad. I think if I really tried to push it and did something bad to my, yeah, to my life like, or whatever. Yeah, got injured. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. New York was awesome. Like it was beautiful. Like it was so much fun. Yeah. It was a beautiful it day. Was a great weekend. Oh, you, it was a great you weekend. met um, Elliot Kipchoge. <laughs> I did. Oh my God. So Chuck goes to New York a ton for his work. So he always stays at the Park Hyatt. And so that's just his go-to hotel. So when we go, I just stay with him. And at breakfast, Kipchoge was sitting with someone he works with. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Chuck. Oh my God. I was freaking out. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't want to bother him. He's sitting there for breakfast. And I'm like, I'm not the kind, I'm like a little bit shy. Like I'm not the kind of person to like just go up to someone and start talking to them. So I was like, I'll just sit here and just like take a picture of him. But then someone else went up to him. And you're like, and he like, oh my god, I have to picture. do this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking a picture. This is the perfect time. She's like, go, go. So I went up and I started talking to him, and I was just like, oh my god, you're amazing. I love you. Like, I couldn't control what was coming out of my mouth. I'm like, shut up, stop talking. <laughs> what are you saying? You're probably like, drooling. <laughs> you're amazing. You're such a, I, you're so inspiring. He's like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was exciting. That is super cool. <laughs> Awesome. And then I was thinking at the end of the year, most normal people would be like, okay, I'm going to take a break from marathons and all this other stuff. But that's not really what's happening. <laughs> well, that's not really what's happening. And now I'm wondering, well, you too, though. I mean, at some point we're going to need to take a break. Yeah. I think like, I, I don't think I can keep doing this and like it'd be sustainable and me feel great all the time. Yeah. I just, I just already feel like this training cycle compared to last spring already feels a little bit like I feel a little bit more tired. He's just starting my ramp. Well, I don't even understand what he's, cause he told me the ramp up is just starting now, Yeah. but I've been doing 60 mile weeks this whole month. So I'm like, this seems harder than last time. Yeah. So I don't know if he's dialing it up for sure. Like this is definitely, I feel like he's tweaked it a little bit this time for me yeah. without telling me so that I don't realize it. But I think <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I mean, not an idiot. I realize this is more than I was doing last time. Right. Well, um, I mean, we're kind of in the same boat. So, Lynn, oh, we're in the same yeah, boat. Lynn and yes, I, yes. Um, and so we, we signed up for Boston, 
I don't know why, because that, I mean, that course just kills me uh, every what? time. Like, well, why did I do like, that? You need redemption. I do. Somehow, I need redem- you guys were like, do it. You should do it. And I'm like, okay. So bad. We're so bad. Why are you saying yes to all these things? I know. We're like, okay, let's do Boston again. I, well, you it. know what? Shout out to the first time Boston people. Like, Deborah is doing it, and Candace yes, is Deborah. doing it. And, you know, for yeah. the for those two people, I, would, I was like, I need to be there. I need to go. But anyway. Yeah. So then we get weirdly selected to the old old person's <laughs> race in London. Like they're having like a world champion old person's race. You can't say no to that. <laughs> yes. And like in London is so hard to get into. But why? So hard to get but into. But it's like the year where London and Boston are six days apart. Actually, someone pointed out it's actually <sighs> five days and like oh no 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 don't say 18 hours it's like someone calculated it was it's actually less than six days apart because boston starts at like 11 a.m eastern standard time and then london starts at like 7 a.m on sunday which is actually like saturday night saturday night oh my god (laughs) so most people in their normal mind would be like okay don't do boston just do london but that's right. We don't know what we're doing really right now Be- because I think. Well, see, for boss, for me, for Boston, it's just a train ride, and I have my bid. But I heard someone bought some plane tickets to Boston. Is that right, Lynn? I did. I did buy my plane tickets to Boston. I got all. So this is the, this is what happens. Like you you get in these groups, and these people are so excited. Yes. And they're like, oh my god. I got into Boston and London. I'm doing them both. And you get swept up in yes. all the excitement. Yes. Like, that's so exciting. Like, that's great. And then I'm like, wait, don't you remember what happened when you did Chicago and New York? And <laughs> You're like, like that was three weeks so apart. <laughs> and that was three weeks apart. I know. Um, I think part of it too, though, is in Boston. Like, we do have that bib. We took the bib. Yeah. We, we had that spot. Yeah. And I think. I feel bad. Feeling, yeah, I feel bad about not at least doing something yeah. like I I'm I'm not like I'm not like you are I haven't agreed to run the whole marathon yet like yes the, everyone reasonable in my life my coach Chuck some of my friends are like don't be stupid yeah no no <laughs> like, I have the same things in my ear like that's the yes. dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life why would you do that just race London yeah just run London yeah just run um, that makes so much sense but you know what <laughs> Stephanie Park keeps on saying she oh says she says yeah, the jacket is so pretty. It is pretty. It's the best jacket they've ever had. <laughs> all my jackets are all like really funky and like not pretty. And this one's like, it's really nice. Yeah, the Boston jacket. All the Boston 2020 people, you're getting a really nice jacket. Um, so so the thing that I, so then on that, on that webpage that we are part of for the, the London thing, one guy was like, I'm going to run 13 miles that day because it's on my schedule anyway. Yeah. And he's going to run with his son or something. Yeah. And then that's it. it I'm just going to run that part of Boston. Real, it makes sense. You run, so run like, part of it. I could run part of it. Yeah. So I got all excited. I'm like, okay. So at the very least, I'll run part of it. And I'll decide later, like, how much I'm going to run or what I'm going to do. And so we got the tickets. And then now, now it's like the logistical part of it is like, I'm going to run part of it. Like, yeah. what am I going to well, do? Well, that's just what like- I asked you, Lynn. I'm like, we run part of it. Are we going to call an Uber? Like, cause it's point. I don't. It's <laughs> point to point. Like you, are we just going to get on the T somewhere? Like, how are we going to get back to Boston? Yeah. I mean, the T is running. Like that's how people get around. But like, what are we going to do? We're going to run. And then I'm going to look around and I'm just going to like exit. Yeah. They're going to think I'm cheating or something. I'm going to be like, no, really? No, I'm, I'm done. Not, I'm, I'm just not done. Injured. I'm, I'm just done. done. <laughs> I promise. I promise. I'm not going to do anything kind of funny here. Um, I don't know. And honestly, if you did it that way, or if I did it that way, you know, I couldn't wear the jacket, you know, it would just, it would just be wrong. So I don't know. My idea was that someone um, could carry me. (laughs) 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 Stephanie's going to carry me. I'm going to save my legs because she's so strong. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll, we'll, we'll see if I get to the start line. I don't know. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk, run it. I'm going to, um, what is that method called? The walk? (laughs) Um, oh, oh, the guy. Yeah. The guy. I can't anyway, but I can't, I don't don't know. know. We're in the same boat. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I guess, um, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. 
(laughs) I go in these waves like where I feel really excited about it and then I'm like oh no maybe that doesn't make sense maybe I should not do that yeah like days like today where like a 17 mile long run for me didn't feel very good but anyway it's so are you you're going to Atlanta though are you not I am yes I'll be Atlanta I'm running the half yay Um, oh yeah it's Chuck uh, Chuck's running the half and maybe you're running together maybe or I've no, no, I'm definitely gonna run with him. I've never run of all the races we've done like in common. We've never run together. Yeah. So I was like, listen, we'll do this one together. Um, my coach, it's gonna be a long run day for me anyway. So my coach wants me to do like a few miles before. So I'll do a few miles before. I'm gonna run with him. He's not sure exactly what he wants to do yet in terms of pace. Yeah. But, um, th- I think that'll be it'll be fun. I'm really excited. Actually. Yeah, that, it'll be real. I mean, it's really hilly. <laughs> it's really hilly. Um, yeah, and we don't and know what the weather is I... gonna be. I'm not in half marathon racing mindset at all. Like there's no way, like I just, I can't even contemplate that right now. Yeah. I mean, it's a different race altogether, a half marathon, like racing that. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like it's scarier than running a marathon. Um, I think if you're really going to race it, I do feel like it's, it's definitely more of the, I think more of it feels painful. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so um I'm not yeah yeah no no I'm it's definitely not I'm gonna do it for fun and enjoy yeah it. yeah no you guys yeah. should run it together it'll be so yeah so much fun I mean I'll see you out there we'll see what happens um I'm supposed to run like a workout that day too so we'll see we'll see that's yeah, good yeah what who's who watches your kids when you like do all this stuff let's talk about your kids your girls oh yeah my two girls yeah I have two girls Alexis and Natalie Alexis they and are... Natalie yeah Alexis is what 12 or she's 13, 13 and she turns 14 next week oh happy birthday Alexis yeah. she's um Aww. she's gonna be on a plane with her class going to London they're going to London for their school trip so oh, she wow. actually that's a flies fancy. out on her birthday it is fancy but she's super excited so oh I think well she, she should be oh awesome um and then my youngest is Natalie and she is she just turned 12. She just turned. Oh, she's the one who's 12. Yeah. Oh, they're kind of yeah. close in age. They're 20 months apart. Yeah, they're close oh, in age that, for sure. That must have been hard. Um, I it's funny. I I had them both during fellowship. So it was it was a little bit tricky because I had my first one at the end of my second year and I had Natalie during my interventional senior fellowship year. Yeah. So it was um it was de- it was definitely it was definitely it was challenging. Yeah. But we made it work. Yeah. We, we it was yeah, we got it done. Um, yeah, so I have, the, they have my two girls. Yeah. We have an au pair who lives with us. Um, we've always had a live-in nanny. Like, yeah. We've had someone live with us ever since we moved to California. Yeah. Um, and then sometime while we were here, we found out about the au pair program. And um, we've actually had a lot of good luck with it. Yeah. Like, I, we do a lot of screening. Um, and it's funny. You can find some people who are really, like, really smart and well-educated who want to come and learn English. So for the most part, we've had au pairs who've been – like engineers we, we had a microbiologist wow <laughs> we had, um, yeah like really like um our current one's from germany and she actually wants to she wants to do like flight stuff like she's really into aeronautics and airplanes and stuff like she knows everything about them um so eventually i think that's what she wants to do but she's kind of here this year doing some learning some english and just kind of like she loves america so i think you know she's enjoying the culture and stuff that's so cool what are your girls into what is alexis into oh alexis so it's very um a good time to talk about this she's really into musical theater oh um, fun she currently their, their their performances are for their what they've done this past fall are wednesday thursday and friday of this week so she's in the middle of all her big performances oh. tonight's the last night so she's a little bit sad because it's her last because she's in eighth grade so it's her last performance at this school yeah um and so she's a stage manager and she's also one of the lead characters. They're doing Aladdin Jr. Yeah. And so um, there's no monkey. You know, like Aladdin, there's like a best friend. Like, no, there's yeah. no monkey. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A best friend. So she's like the best friend to Aladdin in the play. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So Good she's, for her. She's really into that. Um, and then she she's she she runs every day only because I make her, but she doesn't love it. She she does wushu, which is um, it's a form of kung fu that is like. It's a, I don't know what you want to call it. She says it's like a performance art. Yeah. You learn all these forms. Cool. Um, you don't really fight. You learn all these forms. And you do all these things. So she does that. And she got her black belt in that two years ago. Oh, so awesome. It's a big deal for her. Yeah. yeah. Those are like, and she's like a kind of like a, a coding geek. So she likes computers and engineering and she does stuff with Chuck that I don't even understand. Right. Um, so that's probably what my guess is when she gets older, she'll spend a lot more time yeah. doing. That she does live in Silicon Valley, so she does live on Silicon Valley, which is pretty good for her. Yeah, 
Um, and I'm sure yeah. there's good opportunities for girls to do it too in the area. So like programs yeah, and stuff like much. that. Yeah. I mean, the schools we looked into for her for high school are the ones that are pretty heavy on coding and engineering because that's what she's interested in. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what she ends up what where she's going. But I, oh, I you're still hopefully... you're in that thick in that process, right? Now. Yeah. We just turned in our applications and we find out kind of end of March, I think, is the time. Okay, for high school. Where she's going. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I mean, and. I guess it would be the first time she's not going to school with her sister. Or have they always been? They've always been together. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess for preschool, maybe not. Right. Like, basically, for real school, they're in a K through 8. Um, I have them in this year-round That's Montessori right. Oh, yeah. K through 8 school. Yeah. Um, You're like, I love it. They're in school, like, I all the it. time. Like, why is it's, there a break? <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I, I really do love it. I mean, I, I, I feel like. I mean, it doesn't work for all kids. And I, I think for a while we weren't sure if it was right for Natalie, but she seems to have like really kind of got found her groove and she's fallen into it. But like Alexis is a very independent, like sh- she's independent and a good worker. So like Montessori is great for that because like, basically each kid does whatever their own level is. So if you're really good at something, you can just keep going and going and going. And if you need more help with something else, you just like spend more time and you get more help with it. But it's very individualized. Yeah. So for Alexis, it's been great. Like she's actually... Um, I think she's loved her time at school. They both actually love school. So yeah. I think from that standpoint alone, we're pretty happy. Um, but yeah, it's year round. I mean, how can a parent not be happy about that? Like, <laughs> you're like, it's so great. I know. And what is Natalie into? Um, Natalie loves music, but she's not like, she, it's more like she enjoys it. She doesn't, she likes singing and she likes playing the piano, but she's, she's not a huge, like, she doesn't want to perform in front of people. Okay. Like, she doesn't love being the center of attention from a performance standpoint. Yeah. Although she, she like, in terms of, like, talking and being, like, talking to people and knowing everybody, like, she's good at that. Yeah. But so she really enjoys music, but she doesn't want to be, like, Alexis. So she doesn't want to be the main character on the stage. Um, she'd rather, like, I think, like, be part of it, but not, but not really have everyone watching her. Like, she doesn't really like that. Yeah. Um, she's shy she's a little bit shy yeah um they both do art she loves art like I I mean we could she could spend like every day going to art class and just like working on art stuff she, she really likes that um cool and then I you know I have my kids play piano but neither of them loves it yeah it was it's funny because I kind of promised myself like after I of all the time I spent doing piano that I would have them learn music but I wouldn't force them yeah um, and I found them this Russian teacher who was really strict and they were both pretty unhappy. Like, I mean, I think it was too much. And I was yeah. like, that's what I, I said, that's what I had, like a Russian teacher. And I was like, I'm never going to do that. And somehow I did it. Yeah. You and recreated your came, childhood somehow. <laughs> I did. And they came home in December and they're like, mom, we're just not that happy. Like, we're just not, we don't enjoy it. Yeah. So we actually stopped with that teacher. I get, they're on a little bit of a break now while we find somewhere else for them to go. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I didn't want to make it into like a, a torture thing for them. And I think like they were actually, you know, they're not used to getting yelled at, like <laughs> by like particular <laughs> teachers. And so yeah. Like, we got yelled at today. And so I'm trying to be not as, you know, trying, oh, trying to make them. You're not, not trying to be tiger mom here. Yeah. It's hard. Like it's in my nature just because that's how my, my mom was. Yeah. But like, I, I'm trying not to be as, as bad as that. Yeah. So. I know it's hard though. You understand. You I, get know. It. I know. You I'm get like it. part tiger, part not though. <laughs> I like spoil my kids, but I yell at them. I'm like, go, go play exactly. violin. Go run another lap, Lucas. Like, exactly the same. That's right. It's oh, it's yeah. so hard. Anyway, are you are you completely off today? I have a lot of like phone meetings and like administrative stuff for the cath lab that I have to do but I'm clinically not doing cases today all right well that's good do you have to so do you have to go in or no you're just going to call in um I for some things I do um there's a there's a there's a few meetings that I probably um will do in person today okay but um for the most part my Fridays are um Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday are very clinical for me and Friday I try to to spend a lot of time catching up on all the administrative stuff that I have to do yeah because you are the are you not the head of the cath lab? I'm the I'm the director of the I'm the director of the cath lab. <sighs> it's crazy. That's crazy. You, you run your own practice. Well, so yeah, mean, but it's not running a cath lab. So. Well, I know. Uh, I know. I know. I'm I know. Pretty sure there's lots of logistics that we both have to deal with. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, I, I mean, so far so good. I have great partners. Yeah. And so everything works out pretty well. That's awesome. 
All right, yeah. Lynn, I don't want to keep you on the phone too long. We spent like 20 minutes trying to troubleshoot just <laughs> the app alone. I was so Hello. excited we got to. We, I, I, I'll put it on like a bloopers and outtakes of like, just like <laughs> you and I being like, "Hello, what's going on? I can't, can't hear you." So, um, I'm so excited. We're gonna see each other soon, though. I know we're gonna see each other in like three weeks or something, right? Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. The- you know, wait. the first of three runs that we're going to go on. Wait, Laura, what are we? Playing? I don't know. I have no idea. We'll just, whatever. It'll be fine. We'll all survive. It's, it's just running, right? It's just running. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. See, this is the problem. So right now I'm one of those, I'm in one of those phases where I'm like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. And then like next week something will happen. I'll be like, oh, this is, of course, it's, it's a, so so smart yeah i i'm in that space too i ran with my boston jacket and i was like maybe this will help and i put it on and it poured (laughs) rain on me for like two and a half hours i swear it was like 37 degrees and like pouring rain and i was like i hate this i hate everything i hate you and like i looked at people out there i'm like you're stupid and i'm stupid (laughs) we're all stupid and I was like and I came home and I took off all my white clothes I'm like damn that was stupid (laughs) no you are prepared you're prepared yourself I know whatever weather is going to happen because who knows what's going to happen London could be crazy yeah London well that's the thing I keep on saying well what if like because I'm not a good traveler what if London's just going to suck what if it's just going to suck the weather's going to be bad I'm a bad traveler and it's just bad I would be oh no I would be mad though I would be mad that I, I skipped Boston for like a sucky marathon you know what I'm saying like oh, I was like God. I should have just done both of them and then like just had my two four-hour marathons instead of like like you know feeling crappy yeah I guess. and then having or having London just like not work out because it wasn't in the cards for uncontrollable reasons and I would have been like annoyed that I didn't do Boston but anyway that's another discussion so (laughs) all right Uh, Lynn thank you so much for hanging out with me I can't wait to like hang out with you more and you know run some miles so much fun so much fun all right Lynn have a great day you too bye Laura bye take care Well, there you have it, MDRT. That was my conversation with Lynn. Uh, Lynn, we're excited for your spring, for whatever it brings with Boston and London. Oh, I had forgotten to mention, I think she's also signed up for um, Berlin and maybe New York as well. Uh, Just a lot of um, sort of majors coming up for her. And we're just excited for your training. And thanks for spending time with me. Happy running, guys.